So good evening and welcome to this week's Meshachach Mashir. Um, I'm sure it will catch none of you by surprise to know that I have an interest in introductions. Um, those of you who don't uh, get that line should run over and pick up a copy of my book. But before that, um, let's look at the Meshachachma's introduction to the book of Vayikra. Meshachachma deals with a, uh, as those who might have seen the, the description I gave this video, the Meshachachma deals with the question of why Korbanos. And there are two classical answers that he's going to pit against each other. So he says, Hakadmonim, the early ones, meaning, we were, he's referring to Rishonim, Nechaliku Bitalim Karbanos. They had a disagreement as to the reason for Karbanos. Hamora, so the Ramam in the Mora Vuchim, this is uh, section 3, chapter 32. Amar, he says, Ki hula harchiv leiv ha'adam harchik. That the role of of korbanos is to distance the heart from idolatry. Um, we can actually um, look at this Rambam. It's a couple of places in the Mora. Um, the edition that I the edition of Meshachachman that I have uh, quotes Paraklamid uh, Beis. See, this is what he, this is what the Mora says. I'm going to read it in English because I don't read Arabic, so I might as well go with the language I know. He made it obligatory that certain gifts, called the gifts of the Levites and the priests, should be assigned to them for their maintenance while they're engaged in the service of the temple and its sacrifices. By this divine plan, it was effected that the traits of idolatry were blotted out, and the truly great principle of our faith, the existence and unity of God, was firmly established. This result was thus obtained without deterring or confusing minds of the people by the abolition of the service to which they were accustomed and which alone was familiar to them. So the Ramam's answer for why Karbanos is, as the Meshachachma uh, summarized, the Harachiklev Hadame of to distance people from idolatry. And we see that this is by giving them the kind of worship that they expected from idolatry. Um, in a form that would apply to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and, um, and wouldn't throw them by taking away something that people expected to be doing. Varamban, so that's Rambam, Maimonides. Varamban Nachmanides, on Vayikra, Perakal of Pasuktes, Visiato, and the other Castilian Rishonim, they say, Ki hula karev Obviously, that's the Meshachachma's um, paraphrase because Ramban would not have used the word electrical as a spiritual electricity is not a metaphor the Ramban would have used. So what, anyway, what the way Meshachachma describes Ramban's position, it's not to distance you from a Vodzara, but to bring all of the forces of all the worlds in some kind of spiritual electronics, Asher Bipulos HaKohen, through the action of the Kohen Yasu, Gvohos Bolomos Shonim Kiyudua. Great things happen in, in uh, the various worlds as is known. So the Ramban here 
says, Vain dato, now I'm calling the Ramban, not the Meshachokhba. So Ramban says, Ain dato ato. It's not his intent now, Lishlo mimenu amunos raos. It's not God's intent to take away from us bad beliefs. Vlo nistavet bekach, and we're not commanded for this. Aval ase lecha lekarva el haelokim. Do it in order to bring yourself close to God. Kadesha yacholo love hadibor, the lashon akarbanos. That the speech will be applauded. Right? What is the language of the uh, of the pasuk? Is bring before me my bread. Lishai uh, is my fire offering. Rechni my pleasant odor. So it can't possibly be. It's chalila that there's no point for ratzon or desire. Just to chase away idolatry from the stupid. It makes more sense to listen to the reason that's actually said by them. The actions of a person, nigmarim, are completed by machshava with thought, with speech, with ma'aseh, and with action. So therefore, Tziva Hashem, Hashem commanded, Ki ka'asher yachta, when somebody sins, and this is only one example, karban, yavi karban, brings a karban, yismoch yadavalav, he puts his hands on it, k'negin ha'maseh, the karban, and putting your hands on the karban corresponds to action, v'yizvadibu'fiv, he says vidoy with his mouth, K'neged Adibur, with speech, V'yisrof Ba'esh, and he burns in fire, Akerva Kloyashem, Klimach Shava. He burns in the fire the, the kidneys, the, the, the core, including the heart, which are the utensils of thought, or at least the things that we associate with thought, V'ataiva, and desire. So... <clears throat> So according to the Ramban, what is the reason for Karbanos? Because human action involves speech, uh, involves thought, speech, and activity, physical activity. And therefore, worship has to include thought, speech, and physical activity, although he brings the example of a Karbanos. He's using this explanation for all Karbanos, so I'm going to generalize. And therefore, you need a physical component to Avodah Hashem. So we have Karbanos to provide that physical aspect. So, before we get to the Nachmanides, sorry, before we get to the Meshachokma's resolution of the Ramban's problems with the Rambam, the Ramban's problem is that Karbanos is, is phrased in positive terms. Another problem that Arboni mentions, and it's often stated, is that the um, the Rambam's explanation to wean one away from from idolatry wouldn't apply anymore, because we don't have people worshiping minor deities and bringing sacrifices to minor deities. Animal sacrifices are not part of any of the cultures we live among. And therefore, there were people who use, still to this day, who use this argument, who use this text in the Moda and the parallel ones, 
to say that the Ramam didn't really believe that Karbanos would be reinstated in the third base of Mikdash. Because why would you need to wean people away from idolatry at this point in human development? So this is a problem because his explanation doesn't really give you an explanation for why we would continue bringing Karbanos. Despite this analysis that is done in academic circles, as I said, down to this day, um, we know that the Ramam holds that Karbanos will indeed be permanent, uh, a permanent mitzvah reinstated in the third day of Midrash, because he tells you at the beginning of his code, at the beginning of the Yad, that he only includes in the Yad mitzvos that are eternal. So if he only includes in the Yad mitzvos that are eternal, and he has many, many chapters on various karbonos and the building of the base at Megdash, we can be sure that he holds that there will be uh, karbonos in the third base at Megdash. So Narboni asks these questions, and he says, so what does the Ramam answer? He says they don't understand the Rambam. Now, the Narboni is actually a commentary on the Rambam, and it's written on this chapter, on section 3, chapter 32 of the, of the Yad. If you can wait until... Um, I'm going to do it outside, because this is not the Meshachachma. This is a different answer to the Meshachachma's question. Uh, but if you can wait until the blog post tomorrow, um, there will be an image of the appropriate pages from the Narvoni um, on, the, uh, on the blog post. So Narvoni says is that the Rambam's point is not that Karbanos are to wean you away from, from Avodazara. Rather, we, he acknowledges that people naturally want to bring Karbanos. Right? Uh, no one told Adam to bring a Karban. In fact, it reminds me, there's a third issue raised with the Ramam's position, and that is Adam brought Karbanos. Um, we have, uh, obviously, Kain and Hevel bring Karbanos. There was no idolatry yet to wean people away from. Noah, when there's nobody else alive, brings a Karban. So what exactly is this weaning people away from offerings? It just doesn't work. So Ravoni says that this is the thing. The Ramam is not referring to actually weaning away from Avodazari, even though that's what he says. What he's talking about is a person's natural inclination to give a carbon. Um, this is a facet of human relationships that one of the things we do um, in a relationship is um, one of the things we do in a relationship is give gifts. We have a natural inclination to give gifts. It doesn't make sense. Um, from a philosopher's point of view, it's also very difficult to explain prayer um, because either uh, the outcome you are requesting, sorry, petitional prayer, because either the outcome you are requesting is the right and proper thing that the all-knowing God would give you, or it's the improper thing and why bother asking for it. Uh, but in the same way, people need in relationship to communicate with the other party. Similarly, people need in a relationship to give gifts. So Hashem instituted karbonos because we see from the behavior of the idolatrous that bringing a karbon is a natural way of expressing um, uh, fealty to a god. 
It's a natural aspect of the man-God relationship. So Hashem wanted to wean us away from idols, and if He didn't give us carbonos, then that natural instinct would end up being applied to the idolatrous. And since this is a natural instinct, even when there are no um, other religions that are pushing for animal sacrifice, there's still a, a need to be addressed, and therefore the obligation would still be eternal. So it's a concession to human nature, but it's a concession, and, and therefore non-ideal, but it's a concession to something in human nature that is permanent and therefore uh, is a permanent solution to a permanent problem. So that's not a bony stake. Let's look at, let's look at the Meshachoch um, mistake, since this is, as I introduced it, a Meshachoch class. Vulai Yeshlachriya. Maybe we should make a distinction. Ki karbonos bama, the karbonos on a bama, on a high, on an altar, on a high place, which is only permissible uh, when there is no permanent base amigdash standing, uh, was only permissible when before the the first base amigdash, also not during Shiloh, which is why I phrase that as permanent base amigdash standing. Rakla harchik amo yisrael. So he says the Ramam's answer works to explain bumos. Why were there bumos? In order to keep the Jews away from Avodazara. Lachain Siva, therefore we were we were commanded, Ki Yaktiru Bring a bama only for the one in heaven. Lokain Karbanos Beis Amigdash, but not so the Karbanos of the Beis Amigdash. Hema Vadai Lakare Varlomos, those are definitely to unify worlds, Olechaber Dodim, and to um, connect lovers, the, the, the humanity and God. <coughs> now he adds in brackets. Matasu Yachareza, Bedivre Ralbag, Betal Yosef Belamelochim, To Ali Yosef Belamelochim. Anyway, the Ralbag says, on Melochim Aleph, Peregid Aleph Pasuk Mem, Al Kradir, on the Pasuk of, um, Shlomo loved Hashem to walk in the um, laws of his father David. But he would only sacrifice on Bamos. Remember, this is between Shiloh and the first base of Midesh, so Bamos was still permitted. So the Rabag says, Rak, but Bamos, who is. The rock is to say that this was the one thing he did which wasn't perfect. Even though the bombers were permitted, they don't really have a, a um, an inherent reason. So, uh, so this is what the Rabbag says, how the Meshach Chochma understands what the Rabbag says about the Bamos that Shlomo used before the Beis HaMikdosh. Which, which fits the Ramam's theory that the reason for Kabanos is to wean people away from Avodazara. Umakar Lezeh, HaDetanan Reish Paras Chatos, Ein Reich Nichoch Bebama Katana, um, the Mishnah says that there is no reich, be, uh, 
nicholach by a bama by a small bama, meaning mezbeach outside the base of midrash. Hare de kajima bama de kajhe bama eno reich nicholach. This is because the sanct the the sacred um, rituals of a bama are not for reich nicholach. And from this is understood, is what Rav Nassan said. A no dare, somebody gives a a pledge, Kilu Banabama. It's as though he built a Bama. Uh, and then he adds, Vamakaimo, this is not in the Meshach, I'm just completing Rav Nassan's quote. And somebody who actually fulfills his pledge, it's as though he brought a carbon on it. And this is in Nidarim, on Chafbeis, on Mabez, or in Samach, on Mabez. Appears twice. Hainu, this is, Shabama hu ligdor atzmo me'avodazara. Abama is to fence yourself off from idolatry. Avod bizman shabes ha'mendirish kayam, hu osa rasha b'masha godar atzmo me'avodazara, b'had bon abama. He did something wrong in uh, fencing himself off from Rodazar by building a bama. Hello, Hashem Behechal Kodcho. He doesn't need to <coughs> deal with being on the other side of the fence of the Yavodazar. He should be going to Hashem's Hechal. The Yachal Hakriv B'Migdash, and he could bring a carpet in the base of Migdash. Kena no derhu rotze ligdor atzmo benader. Similarly, somebody who makes an oath, who makes a a pledge wants to um, make a fence for himself with his pledge. Pesha, but he id sin. because the Torah already gave him fences with laws that uh, then lighten the eyes. Uh, one more thought we're going to do of his, and this is uh, this is. Um, Something said by Rabbi Chaim Kohen, who's a Baal Tosfos, and a Tosfos on Megillah Daf Yudah Moralif, the Dibar Maskel's Umay. Lekach Nira Laharav Rabbeinu Chaim. Tosfos says, therefore it appears to our Rabbi Chaim, to Kulei Alma Modu, that everybody agrees, to Misha Bolu Yushalayim Nesru Abamos. When Yushalayim was built, the Bamos were prohibited. And we're not permitted again, even though after Shiloh, Bamos were permitted again until the base of Medush. Um, after the first base of Medush, they weren't. And the question that Rav Chaim is going to address is why. In that debate that says that the holiness of the first base of Medush was not eternal. Savar, he holds the Achna Kama Bashom Mizbeach and Yichon Makrivachov. He would say that he he would still say that in the place of Mizbeach you can't bring a carbon today. Mandamar Kidja Savar de Mamakum Mizbeach Mutalakriv Avaloba Baba. And the one who said that it's still holy would say that there on the Mizbeach he could bring it but not a Bama. Lamanda Mark Sanal the Meshachman. Lamanda Marlo Kitchala said Lavo, Mikamakum Bama Asir Lahakriv. Yu Yansham. Mishum, why? The Anche Knesses Hagadola, but Linhu Liyitra Davodazara. This is a Gemara in Yuma that says that the the men of the Great Assembly trapped the desire for idolatry um, in a lead pot, 
whatever this Sagadita means, they somehow or another neutralize most of the voice, they muffle the voice of the, of the desire for Avodah So all through Tanakh, you hear all this about the Jews straying and going to Avodah It's very hard for us to understand because we don't have this kind of call to go worship a, 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 a figurine in a, or a statue or something like this or worship at a statue, worship the God represented by a statue. This whole way of worshiping is very alien to us. And the Gemara says this is because the the last of the prophets, uh, the first uh, Sanhedrin of the second base of Midrash Hira, they got together and they trapped the Yetzirah of Hodazara. So he says, and this is why Bamos are no longer permitted, even though the base of Midrash is destroyed. Because the, according to him, the, the Rambam's rationale of <coughs> Karbanos as a way to avoid Avodah applies only to Bamos. And therefore, once there is uh, a little threat of Avodah there was no reason to permit uh, Bamos again. Whereas the Avodah and the Beis Amidosh, that unites all worlds, in various metaphysical ways that uh, Anefesh Achaim Shir would cover. Um, and therefore, um, and therefore there's no, um, right, and therefore the Avoda, the Beis Hamidosh is eternal, or could be eternal if we, would, if we would merit it, if we would be capable of unifying worlds. I just want to point out one thing, um, one more thing, and that is the Ramban doesn't actually talk about the Chaber Dodim. See, the the Ramban talks about that he's that these actions uh, involve uh, allow allow us to worship God with thought, speech, tefillah, or vidui, and action, and this has, you know, a Kabbalistic meaning and allows us to complete the worlds. But he doesn't, right, he, but the, the Meshach Chachma's paraphrase is L'karev Olamos to bring close the world to L'chaber Dodim and to connect with loved ones. I find this paraphrase to be very distinctly um, Lithish. Because we find in the Nefesh HaChayim, which is why I was thinking of it a second ago, we find the Nefesh HaChayim in the first Sha'ar, around Perak Vav, but it comes up for most of the first Sha'ar, that the only... What what does it mean that a person is B'Tselem Elokim? So we saw the Meshachachma says Tselem Elokim means free will. According to the Nefesh HaChayim, Tselem Elokim refers to the fact that Elokim is the God of all forces. This is why it's in the plural. And man is the only creation that combines all forces from all the worlds. An angel exists on its plane. An animal exists on its plane. But a um, but a person is the entire stack, from God down to earth, from tent fachim below the kisei kavod, as the Gemara puts it, down to earth. Yaakov's um, uh, ladder up to heaven. Is is a is you know the state of a soul. Our consciousness could go up and down that ladder depending upon how developed we are, 
But this is the idea that only humans um, contain all the kochos of all the worlds, and therefore any work to perfect the worlds and so on has to involve a change to a person because that is where the forces meet. We talk about thought, speech, and action, but it's it's the the way they change the person is how they change the kochos that change the higher worlds. So with this idea from the Nefesh HaChaim, we understand the idiom that the Meshachachma speaks in when he talks about fixing worlds or bringing worlds up is connecting a person to God because it's only through the effects of the actions on people that we have metaphysical effects outside of people. So that was an interesting Nekudah. But in any case, um, what did we see? We saw the Ramban says that uh, the purpose of Korbanos are to uh, create perfection in the world by involving thought, speech, and action. The Ramam says that it is to wean people away from a Vodazara. The Narboni says that the Ramam's position is actually to appeal to a need that people only have because we are limited and we can't understand how to relate to something without gifts. But the Meshechachma, our focus, says that it, it each um, rationale has its place. That the Ramam's rationale makes sense when it comes to Bama, which is why Bama ends when Avodah ends. And Bama's only allowed when there is no Beis HaMegdash. So it's only allowed until and while there is no Beis HaMegdash. And, um, and that is to wean us away from Vodzar. And the Ramban's rationale that it is to perfect the world is an opportunity that comes specifically at his Beis HaMikdash and therefore is, uh, and is eternal. Um, I hope this uh, brings interesting insight into a mitzvah that we uh, don't think about as often as most mitzvahs. Um, hope you enjoy the rest of the week. Have a great Shabbos.